stress series number two, respiratory system and stress. Continuing from the anatomy of stress, we explore the different relationships between stress and oxygen, breath, and respiratory diseases. When the sympathetic division of the body is activated due to a stress or energetic response, resources in the body are redirected from the digestive and reproductive systems to the muscles and the respiratory system. Oxygen is inhaled into our lungs and carried by our blood from the heart into the rest of the body. When oxygen is distributed into the cells, carbon dioxide and other waste products are carried back to the heart from the body and back into the lungs where it is exhaled. During an energetic episode such as exercising, the breath quickens and becomes more shallow in order to quickly carry large amounts of oxygen to the body with each pump of the heart. The same reaction occurs during a stress period as well. The body, in order to prepare for fight or flight, knows that oxygen is needed in order to keep the muscles working, so the heartbeat and breath are both increased. But the body isn't supposed to maintain the heartbeat and breath at this level of quick and pace. People with chronic stress will either maintain an increased heart rate, increased and shallow breath, or both. Now why is this a concern? Have you ever noticed that when you experience a high level of stretch, stress, such as anger, a friend or family member will say, take a deep breath and calm down? Why does taking a deep breath calm us down? Breath is directly connected with our emotions. As you're reading this, if you were to forcefully breathe quickly and shallow, you can purposefully make yourself feel stressed, uncomfortable, and dizzy. Now, if you take a deep breath in and breathe slowly out and practice this a few times, you can feel yourself relaxing. For those with chronic stress, this exercise might not work because people with chronic stress have, over the years, developed a quicker pace of the breath and therefore are unable to breathe deeply, which leads to a decrease in oxygen consumption and feeling out of breath. Even if a person has no reason to feel stressed throughout the day, because the breath is following a stress pattern, the person can inadvertently cause stress. It works both ways. Breathing quickly can inadvertently activate and maintain the sympathetic division. People with chronic stress also feel fatigued physically and emotionally. We will explore the stress and emotional connection in later articles. For the respiratory health topic, let's explore physical fatigue. Just because you breathe oxygen, it doesn't mean your body is able to absorb the oxygen. Do you ever feel out of breath when you exercise? Breathing more won't do anything to solve this problem. It doesn't have to do with how much air you breathe. It has to do with how much oxygen is being absorbed by the cells in your body. Oxygen transferred happens at the site of cells and capillaries, or small blood vessels. Now, why is this important to understand? When the body is stressed, muscles tighten or contract. We tend to hold stress in different parts of the body, such as the shoulders, jaw, low back, knees, upper back, and neck. We even hold stress in our forehead area. With chronic stress, the muscles do not have a chance to relax, but remain tight and become short, causing stiffness, pain, and knots. When muscles are short and tight, oxygen absorption is limited and obstructed. Without the cell's ability to absorb oxygen, the cells and the body become fatigued. Notice how there is a slight contradiction here. With a stress response, breath quickens, but breathing more won't do anything to solve the problem of feeling out of breath during exercise. There is a cap or maximum ceiling of how fast or how much you can breathe. The breath is going to quicken during the sympathetic response, but only to a certain point. It's also up to the body's ability to absorb the oxygen, and together the body operates on an optimal level. Let's look at asthma. Asthma is one of the main respiratory diseases. Doctors and researchers do not yet fully understand the causes behind asthma. Asthma can occur due to genetic, environmental, such as pollution, allergic, and stress factors. For our discussion today, we will focus on the stress factor. 
The bronchial airways in our lungs are surrounded by thin lines of muscles. Like with the rest of the body during a stress reaction, muscles tighten. When the muscles surrounding the airways tighten, the airway becomes restricted, and the person experiences the symptoms of asthma, such as wheezing, shortened breath, and breathlessness. Normally during a stress response, such as exercise, the airways in the lungs expand in order to allow more oxygen to enter into the body. But when this episode is maintained for long periods of time, chronic, the airways can tighten. Some research shows that asthma is prevalent in athletes who participate in long-distance running, mountain biking, and cycling. Muscles should tighten when necessary, and then it must also relax or lengthen, including the muscles surrounding the airways. By understanding the relationship between stress and respiratory health, we can also understand how certain wellness therapies can be effective. Yoga can help stretch and lengthen muscles, increasing oxygen absorption at the site of cells. Breathing techniques in yoga called pranayama can help to slowly relax the muscles surrounding the airways in the lungs and even increase lung capacity. Alveolar sacs, which are found at the end of the bronchial airways in the lungs, is where the transfer of carbon dioxide and oxygen take place. The amount of blood vessels and even the alveolar sacs can increase over time when it is frequently used such as with healthy exercise and breathing techniques. With the increase in the amount of blood vessels and alveolar sacs, oxygen intake or lung capacity also increases. Yoga, pranayama, and meditation can teach a person to relax and activate the parasympathetic division of the body. Notice how the operative word here is teach. As mentioned before, those suffering from chronic stress do not know how to relax or breathe deeply. This takes practice and time to achieve. The second way pranayama can help with asthma is by teaching people to breathe deeply. Even if asthma cannot be completely eliminated, an asthmatic person can maintain comfortable levels of breath and minimize the occurrences of asthma by learning diaphragmatic breathing. By using the diaphragm, a person learns to breathe deeply into the lungs. When the diaphragm expands on the inhale, it creates a new compartment towards the bottom of the lungs for more air to be collected for usage, increasing the intake of oxygen. Babies breathe into the diaphragm. This is how we are supposed to breathe. With increased stress in society, people have unfortunately learned to breathe shallow and fast, the stress response of breath. Understanding stress and its effects on respiratory health can empower a person to make different changes in their lifestyle, such as using relaxation techniques, practicing a balanced exercise routine of cardio, strength training, and flexibility, and the importance of breathing techniques.